What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of A Dietitian's Take. Uh, Joey Gast here, registered dietitian and head coach at iThrive Nutrition and Fitness. Um, hope you guys are having a great morning, great day, great evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, forgive me if I sound a little quieter. I am recording this pretty late at night. Uh, Aiden, our almost six-month-old uh, son, he's sleeping right now. My wife is in the, the room next door, sleeping as well. Uh, so trying not to wake them up. Uh, but this was just something that uh, was really on my mind. So I wanted to hop on here, get the mic out and uh, talk a little bit about this. So um, I want to talk about a conversation I was having about or with a client actually today. Uh, so we had a call. Uh, uh, clients are able to schedule one on one phone or zoom calls with us. And uh, we talked about a bunch of things on the call we talked about. Um, uh, just some mindset breakthroughs that um, she has uh, been having. Sorry, I thought I heard something. <laughs> um, that she has been having right now about just ditching the all or nothing mindset. We talked a lot about her. She has a vacation coming up. We talked about how we're going to game plan her nutrition for the vacation. That way she's able to enjoy herself, but then also still like maintain her progress. Um, but we also talked in the beginning of the call about this shift in her mindset around the scale and the scale had been something that she had feared for so long um and she had got fr- got frustrated with it for so long and um you know a lot of people can relate to this i think they you know end up being overweight and they want to lose weight so they jump on a diet whatever that is maybe it's some kind of fad diet something that you probably shouldn't be doing um uh, or maybe you're working with a coach even maybe you're working with um you know our team and you start to utilize the scale and you get frustrated on um you know on the days where your weight actually comes up even though the previous day you did everything correctly uh and a lot of times this frustration with the scale causes people to then give up because they're like, okay, I'm doing everything perfect, but the scale weight is coming up. What's the point of even trying then if I'm putting in all this work, but I'm not seeing the result we want. But the thing is with that, like, and this isn't, this episode isn't meant to be a conversation, like a scientific conversation around the scale, but those day-to-day weight fluctuations you see are due to like fluctuations of water weight. Like 99% of the changes you see on the scale are because of changes in water that you're holding onto. Uh, for normal hormonal fluctuations, more sodium, more carbs that day, lack of sleep, more stress, whatever the reason is. Um, uh, so that's one thing to understand. But the the whole point of this conversation was uh, she was telling me how like now after she's been weighing herself more often, actually, right? Like some people will weigh themselves once every week, once every couple of weeks, but she's been weighing herself pretty much every single day. That's kind of how we try to get clients to utilize the scale is to weigh themselves um, every day. And then they that way they can look at averages and they can see the trend and how their weight is trending and rely less on those sole weigh-ins that they have. Uh, because if you weigh yourself once a week, you you fall into the trap of like that one weigh-in, your Sunday weigh-in every single week just holds so much, no pun intended, but it holds so much weight when it comes to determining if you made progress or not, right? Like you hype that way and up, you're working really hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you're like, man, I can't wait to step on the scale on Sunday. I, I'm sure I've lost weight. And then you step on it and maybe it hasn't changed. And like I said, that 
lack of change in the scale weight doesn't necessarily mean you didn't lose fat. It could just be extra water you're holding onto, but you automatically attribute it to not losing fat. So you think you're doing something wrong. You think you're not working hard enough. You think the plan isn't working when really it could be working just fine. So that's an issue with weighing yourself, you know, once a week, or the same thing could happen if you weigh yourself, um, every two weeks. Um, if you weigh yourself like once every month, every two months, you could avoid that situation from happening of just having extra water retention and that masking the weight loss you've achieved. Um, but a lot of people can't just go a whole month without weighing themselves. Um, so weighing yourself every single day actually is, it, it seems counterintuitive if you struggle with your mindset around the scale. But actually, once you break through and start doing it, you realize how normal it is for your body to fluctuate one to two pounds either way. You realize, oh, I had extra sodium yesterday and my weight kind of spiked up. So next time my weight spikes up, I'm going to be like, hmm, did I have more sodium the previous day? Oh, I actually did. And then you realize and start to attribute that weight gain to just the extra water retention from the sodium versus extra fat gain. Um, so that's why we really try to teach our clients to weigh themselves every day in the beginning to try to get them to realize how much your day-to-day weight will fluctuate no matter how perfect you are just from water water differences. And then also to start identifying these trends of, oh, like I had more sodium, my skill's going to, um, the scale weight's going to go up a little bit. Or um, uh, another scenario would be maybe uh, for whatever reason, um, you hadn't had a bowel movement in a couple of days. Um, we want to have regular bowel movements, you know, at least usually one every single day, but let's just say for whatever reason, maybe your fiber was lower. Uh, maybe you weren't drinking as much water and you didn't have a bowel movement for, you know, two to three days. And then you realize your scale weight came up, you know, and then you ended up having that bowel movement, having a couple maybe, and then the scale weight came down and you, you notice those trends then when you're weighing yourself more often. So then that way, next time, if the scale weight goes up or it doesn't change when you feel like you're losing fat and doing everything right but you're like oh I haven't had a bowel movement in a couple of days um and that's unusual for me that's probably why maybe I'm holding on to a little extra weight there or something like that so she was explaining this to me on this call and explaining these like trends she was seeing and that was one thing she noticed too was the bowel movement thing um and like it got me thinking like and she had said that like the scale always caused issues for her. And now she's starting to just kind of step on it each morning. And it's not really a big deal. And that's like the whole gist of why I was going in on the story was because she like the, the comfortable thing to do in the moment when the scale is causing you issues psychologically is to just not weigh yourself at all. Right? Like that's something that you've probably heard people tell you to do like, Oh, screw the scale, throw your scale out. You don't need it. The scale isn't the end all be all when it comes to determining progress, which is absolutely true. The scale is not everything. And we don't teach our clients that the scale is everything, but it can be a useful tool to just have that information when we're looking at trends and things like that. Uh, so that's why I don't like to throw it out entirely unless, you know, it's a situation where we absolutely have to, but like in her scenario, right? Like she's heard those phrases of, oh, just throw away the scale. It means nothing and all this stuff. But that would be kind of a short-term solution or a short-term way to get away from this problem or to run away from the problem, honestly. Because if the scale causes you that much psychological stress every time you step on it, 
are you just going to never step on a scale ever for the rest of your life? Maybe, but you may have to, or you may be asked to at like a doctor's appointment. And um, I'm sure you could probably like say, I don't want to step on it, or I don't want to look at the weight, you know, step on it and just not pay attention to it. You know, it's probably an option, but do you want to have to resort to that every time? Do you always want to have to resort to being in that kind of position where like the scale, like somebody asks you to step on and you automatically get anxious? Probably not. So continuing to avoid the scale because of these, you know, false beliefs you have about it of, oh, I gained a pound. It automatically means I gained body fat. That's, it's almost like taking the easy way out in my opinion. And it's taking a temporary or it's, it's grabbing onto a temporary solution uh, for a problem. Uh, whereas this client in this case, actually like going the opposite direction of what so many people have told her and actually embracing the scale, stepping on it more often actually makes the scale less scary then because every single way in then if you're taking the average um, throughout an entire week, every way in you have means a little bit less than if you're just weighing yourself one day a week. Um, and then also identifying those trends, you gain knowledge around the scale and why it moves this way or that way. And you realize it's not a big deal if one day your weight spikes up two pounds because you had some holiday treats or something because you know it's just water weight. And if I get back to my normal routine within a couple of days, it's going to come back down. So with that, she overcame her fear around the scale by not doing what's comfortable and running away from it or stepping away from it, but actually what's doing, uh, by, but actually by doing what's uncomfortable, which was for her stepping on the scale every single day. So the whole gist of this podcast was just, if you want to get over your fear of something, the easy way out is to walk away from it, avoid it, um, you know, throw it out and, uh, tell yourself it's not important at all, or tell yourself you don't need to use it, you know, but that's not a long-term solution. And it's probably holding you back from truly growing as a person, truly growing in your beliefs about things, truly growing in your knowledge. Uh, and what you really should do instead of running away from that is embrace it, actually, um, get more exposure to that. And then that way, you overcome your fear of it, you learn more about it, and then it becomes less intimidating the next time you approach that. And that could be like the next time she goes to the doctors, like stepping on the scales, probably not going to be much of a big deal to her because she does it all the time. And she realizes the number, you know, isn't the end all be all. She realizes it can fluctuate because of this and that. And it's not going to consume her like it did previously. And this could be the same thing as far as getting into the gym, right? I've talked with so many clients and so many um, uh, women who they feel uncomfortable going into like the weight section in the gym. So they're always in the cardio section or they're always in like the lighter weight section in the gym, or maybe they only ever do the machines and or only do the cables and they don't um, go over to the actual squat rack or the actual free weights because they feel intimidated and it's scary. And they always avoid that spot over and over and over. And they use that temporary relief of avoiding it to um, kind of, you know, ease those tensions versus dealing with the uncomfortableness, getting out of their comfort zone, and actually going into that weight section multiple times a week. That way, eventually, they start to feel comfortable there. And then that, that area, that weight section of the gym doesn't cause them as much stress, doesn't cause them as much anxiety, doesn't cause them as much fear. Um, 
Like that's another scenario where stepping out of your comfort zone, um, doing what instinctually you actually don't want to do is what leads to growth. So I think there's so many areas in life, um, but that especially areas in health, nutrition, and fitness where like it's so easy to fall back on that comfort zone and avoid what makes us feel fearful, anxious, and uncomfortable when really we need to embrace that. We need to expose ourselves to whatever um, scares us more often. And then eventually we learn more knowledge around the scale. We learn about how it fluctuates and why, and then it's less intimidating. And then same thing for the weight room. In my other example, we learn about how to actually use the rack, how to actually set up the safety bars in the rack, how to actually do this dumbbell exercise properly. We learn how to do those things and then it becomes less intimidating that way versus just avoiding it entirely. So if you're listening to this, I want you to think about something that maybe you're avoiding right now. Could be fitness and nutritional related, could be just life related. But what's something that you're in, you're avoiding right now because it makes you feel uncomfortable, because it maybe gives you a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of stress, right? It's something that you continuously push to the side or avoid or run away from, uh, figuratively or literally, um, that you can actually start embracing and actually embrace that uncomfortableness. Because if you can learn to embrace being uncomfortable with that and learn to have whatever that thing is not bother you anymore, then you really hold the power. Like being stressed about the scale, throwing the scale out in the trash, um, or refusing to go into the weight section of the gym, you're still letting that thing, that scale or that section of the gym control you. You're still letting that those things have power over you. But if you embrace them, expose yourself to them, overcome them, then they hold no power over you and you hold all, all the power. So just wanted to talk a little bit about that because that was really on my mind. Uh, so think about something that you're experiencing right now and think about something that you can expose yourself to, to step out of your comfort zone and grow from and overcome. And then you can gain power over. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Appreciate you all. Definitely share this on your stories, uh, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, social media, wherever you want to share things. Please give us a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. Um, uh, hopefully this was helpful. Appreciate you all and I will see you guys in the next one.